Happy New Year. This is Paul Puckett, and you're listening to Getting There. Hi, this is Paul Puckett. I hope you had a happy new year. Welcome to 2017. Here we are in our first week. And I don't know how your year started, but I have a little story to tell you about how mine started that relates to a topic I want to focus on this year, particularly the early part of the year, which I mentioned in our last show. And that is keeping things simple. Simple is often the best way to handle something using a simple approach, but often the hardest thing to do, which sounds like a contradiction. If it's simple, why would it be hard? So we're going to, we're going to cover that, but, but let's, let's start with how I began my year from a technology standpoint and how it slowed me down on getting things started here in 2017. Well, we had a new year's Eve party, um, had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of neighbors over, new friends we made this year in our new community. And the morning after, the morning after the New Year's Eve party, I realize you're currently thinking I'll be talking about a hangover, um, the mess we had to clean up. But no, that's not what I want to talk about. About a year ago, I used two phones. I used two phones. Why? Well, to make it convenient for my clients. As you know, a good time for the disclosure. Um, my name is Paul Puckett. I'm an investment advisor representative of Q1 Advisors based in Virginia Beach, serving clients in Virginia, North Carolina, and Florida. And I'm an independent insurance agent based here in Florida, serving clients in Florida and Virginia. Now, why do I have two phones? Well, I probably don't have to. We are in an age where area code is semi-irrelevant for anybody who has a cell phone. But some of my clients either don't use a cell phone or that's not the number they call me from. And so if I have a long-distance number for them, you know, I don't want my clients to have to pay, even if it's just a few extra cents per minute, to call me. I want them to be able to call me for free. So I have... Most of my clients are in the 757 area code. I'm speaking of which, going back to the disclosure, um, I only serve, I'm a license to serve clients whether I'm operating as an insurance agent or as an investment advisor representative of Q1 Advisors. I'm only allowed to serve clients in Virginia and Florida. So I don't need an area code for Nebraska. No offense to those of you in Nebraska. 757 is my Virginia area code. 941 is my Florida area code. Now, what does this mean? Well, for a while, it meant I carried two phones. And these days, smartphones, which means big phones. In my case, a Samsung Note 3 and a Samsung Note 4. Do you have any idea what a pain in the patootie it is? Patootie is the um, uh, word of the day. Starts with the P. Patootie... What a pain in the patootie. These phones are both very large. 
And so a year ago, I saw somebody with something called a dual SIM phone. Not to get technical here, basically that means two phone numbers, one phone. What a concept. So I got a Microsoft Lumia 950XL with the added bonus that it is a Windows phone. So everything I do on my PC is available immediately on my phone. Spreadsheets, documents, PowerPoint presentations. If it's in Microsoft Office and I've been working on it on my computer, it's on my phone. Isn't that awesome? Well, getting back to the story. So I wake up the morning after, the first day of 2017. And on my Motorola phone, up at the top where you see the, the, the strength of your cellular signal, for those of you who use cell phones, which I think is probably most of you, cell number one, full strength. Cell number two, a little circle with a slash through it indicating no service. So after three days of trying to figure this out, going to Microsoft store at University Town Center, it's, it's like an Apple store, except they're nice to you. <laughs> Sorry. Apple people can be nice, too. It's just so freaking crowded at the Apple store. Anyway, they couldn't figure it out either. So they thought, maybe it's a carrier issue. I called AT&T. Nope, we haven't made any changes to your cell phone service. It must be a Microsoft update. Well, then I happened to Google an article that showed AT&T is the first U.S. network to completely drop its 2G cell phone network. 2G is the second generation cell phone technology that came out around 1992. They're dropping it so they can expand their 4G and their LTE coverage. All right. Well, I didn't know this, but when you have a phone that has two phone numbers, one of them is full strength. One of them is 2G. And the 2G network went bye-bye. So for now, I'm back to carrying two phones. What does this have to do with simple, keeping it simple, and not making things complicated? Well, that's a good question. I'll try to find an answer for it. The whole purpose in this uh, monologue slash dialogue on why we need to remember the value of simple things is because complications and having to learn complex things obviously complicates our lives and sometimes does not provide as good a solution as the simple things do. As the simple things do. Hmm. Simple things. Maybe we should have our first song of 2017. Mm -hmm. 
It's just these simple things that keep me holding on. It's just these simple things that keep me holding on. I can't go back and right these wrongs. Oh, but these simple things keep me Amos Lee, simple things. You know, simple things are comforting in many, many ways. When you think of comfort food, how complicated is that food? I don't know what your comfort foods are. Um, mashed potatoes, macaroni and cheese. You know, your, your comfort food may very well be Chateaubriand, but I doubt it. It's probably something simple that makes you feel better, lowers your stress level. But for some reason, I didn't feel like starting my year out simply. You see, I ended up at the Microsoft store for four or five hours just to get my second phone number working, and that didn't work, and it turns out I've got to add that second phone back, at least temporarily. And I need to resist the urge to spend, for instance, all day today after I get done with the show, running around town trying to find a dual SIM that works or spending my day on the internet trying to discover a SIM phone, double SIM phone, that doesn't use the 2G band since AT&T decided to pull that network. Well, we think of all these advances. I mean, why is AT&T doing that? They didn't single me out. They didn't say, hmm, Paul and all those people who use these phones with two numbers, we need to do something 
that messes that up for them. No, that's not what it is. What, what's happened is everybody's starting to use smartphones. AT&T needs more bandwidth, needs more capacity. And so they're eliminating the lowest band so they can improve the highest band for the betterment of all of us, we think. Well, to the extent you like browsing the internet from your cell phone, watching Netflix or whatever on your cell phone or tablet, then actually it does make sense. But often it's these simple things that are very helpful to us and very beneficial to us, not only because they reduce our stress, but because we can get things done quicker. If it's simple, it takes less time. Or does it? But usually it does, I think. As I said, we're going to try to discover, or I'm going to be discovering this, this concept of simplicity with you listening. So this isn't, if you're looking for, here is the answer. Well, no, when it comes to retirement income, I can do that. But when it comes to what I'm talking about now, which is, affects not just our money, but our lives, which, as you know, haven't said it yet on today's show, we're over 10 minutes in. Your time and your life are worth far more than your money. But it's funny. Simple works for all. Simple works for all of those things. So how could I, how could I have made my beginning of the year simple? Well, okay, so my phone messed up. I should have just gone immediately to AT&T and said, why is my second SIM phone, SIM, uh, my second phone number not working? They would have figured out that 2G went away. And then I just dig out one of my old phones, say, put a new SIM card in that. And for now, I'll carry two SIM phones. I'll deal with the rest later. But no, I wasted a full day on this. Not the way to start a new year. I hope yours started much better than mine. All right, we're going to take a brief break. When we come back, I want to start digging into why are simple things the hardest to do? Hi, this is Paul Puckett. As you may know, I love coffee. My friends would tell you I don't love coffee. It's an obsession, and not just any coffee. Espresso. If you're in the Bradenton area... One of the jewels of Bradenton is Old Main Street, and you'll find a coffee shop, B-Town Coffee, with a great alley and awnings and fans to keep you cool in the summer and in the shade, free Wi-Fi, and quite frankly, the best hot dog in town. Stop by. You'll enjoy B-Town Coffee. Quick, um, another quick example of simple things being difficult to do is, well, think of B-Town Espresso. You know I love their coffee, and I just mentioned they have a great hot dog, and I sometimes forget to tell you about their Cuban sandwiches, which are awesome as well. But, you know, I have several different methods of making my own espresso, uh, one of which involves, and the simplest way to do it, is this very complex DeLonghi Magnifica espresso maker. Now, all I got to do is push a button. Well, okay, I have to put the cup under there, make sure there's water in the tank. But that's the simplest method I can use to make espresso using the most complicated machine in the house. Problem is, the water sensor went bad. These things can get expensive. They really can. And as much as I love espresso, there is a point where you're just 
throwing money away. There really is. You know, for about 15 bucks, you can get a Bialetti stovetop espresso maker. And yeah, you got to take a little time and unscrew the top, put water in the bottom, then put the filter in, drop in the espresso, pack it down, screw the top back on, and you actually have to turn on the stove and heat it. Here's what I've found, though. When I use the DeLonghi Magnifica to make my espresso, I just push a button. There's a massive loud noise as the coffee beans are ground and the steam pumps through that espresso coffee, which makes it espresso, by the way, and gives me the perfect cup. Takes about, I don't know, 15 seconds when the machine is working. That does not relax me. As a matter of fact, in some ways, you might find, I find, that the speed of it actually increases stress. If I have to slow down and hand pack the espresso in a little pot, put the water in, screw the top on, and wait, say, three or four minutes, whoa, that's a long time, Paul, for the espresso to be made and then pour it directly into the cup with my hand and then, and then sit down and enjoy my espresso, it's relaxing. It really is. Sometimes these relaxing things, these simple things are relaxing. That's good. It lowers our stress. But why is it even when we know that simple is the best thing for us to do, why is it so hard? In my opinion, the simple things are the hardest things to do. You think, Paul, if it's simple, how can it be hard? Well, the task is simple. The process is simple. Doing it is hard. We want to make things more complicated, either because we think it will be better or we just don't want to go to the time and trouble to do simple. See, here's the thing. Simple does not necessarily mean fast. Buy a nice espresso machine, put it on the counter. Once you've got it all set up, it's simple, right? Well, until something goes bad on the machine. The Bialetti coffee pot, I, I, I do know somebody who managed to burn out the seal on their little Bialetti, but pretty much they're hard to damage. You can even take them on a camping trip if you wanted to and do your espresso over the fire. Any heat source works. So I thought when I got the DeLonghi machine, at a deep discount I might add, that this would simplify my, I would no longer have to go to Starbucks. I would no longer have to go to B-Town. Sorry, Mike. I, you know, how much simpler could it get? But I found I still went to Starbucks. I still go to B-Town Coffee. Why? Well, because I get more than coffee there or more than espresso there. You see people. You, you know, that's good, right? So I'm still going and buying the espresso, but I could easily make it at home either with a Bialetti pot or with this complicated device that supposedly makes my life more simple. Okay, you may not be able to relate to that. So let me give you a different one. You want It's the new year. Did you hear about the guy who's setting up a, uh, uh, an exercise gym called Resolutions? It's specifically for people who begin the new year wanting to lose weight and get in shape. And this bar called, I'm sorry, I keep saying that. There's a reason. This gym he, he's calling Resolutions is a full-fledged exercise facility with everything you need, treadmills and everything, for the first month, the month of January. In February, 
it transitions so that the remainder of the year it's a bar. Because most of us don't keep our resolutions, even when they're simple. Hey, you want to get in shape? You need to eat right and you need to exercise. Cheer me? You need to eat right. You need to exercise. So you focus on fruits and vegetables, avoid processed food, you know, have some legumes, nuts, avoid breads and gluten, and you'll lose weight. Add cardio to it and you'll do great. Hmm. Does that sound easy to do? It's very simple, but wouldn't that sort of hard to do?
And that was the Cottonmouth Kings, spelled with a K, Cottonmouth Kings, simple and free. And often the simple things are free. The hard part is actually doing it. Okay, so right. So you, you may be listening and saying, Paul, it's very easy for me to eat healthy and exercise every day. No problem at all. Most of you, though, I think are thinking, well, yeah, okay, he's right. All I've got to do is, you know, I, well, there's counting calories, which is rather complicated. Um, I can't lose weight doing that. But if I just eat lower calorie foods that are healthy for me and take some vitamins and get some exercise, hey, simple, right? Why is it so many of us have so much difficulty doing it? And this, this applies, we're going to find different examples this year, of the things that are simple, that are the best for us, yet we have difficulty doing them. I'll give you an, an investment example of this phenomenon. Why is it, I'll, I'll tell you this, having been in the industry for a very, very long time, I can tell you right now it's much easier if I chose to do it I won't choose to do this, just so you know. But I could probably get the average person to purchase a very complex investment much more, much, I can't even multiply much, whatever word you use to describe mega, much, more easily than a simple investment strategy. People, for some reason, want to believe there's this blue pill or red pill that will immediately do things for them. And it's got to be complicated. It's got to be something they don't really understand. This is how my industry makes a lot of money. They take advantage of your fears and your desire to not have to deal with something. So it's, it's easy for most people to keep it simple by just looking for complicated things that they, can, they don't need to understand. They just put their money in there and, hey, it'll do great. It'll do great. You know, if you like that idea, I have plenty of friends that will convince you a master limited partnership is the best source for retirement income. A, a private REIT is a great source for retirement income, an oil and gas limited partnership. You dig into those investments and they do generate income. They do. But when you dig into them, oh, wow. Um, what do you mean this isn't market traded? Does that matter? Well, yeah, if you want to know what it's worth on a daily basis, it does. If you want to know when you're thinking about selling it, what you're actually going to get, it does. It's, it's like a hedge fund, all these products that are out there where you don't really know what it's worth until you need to sell it. In the case of hedge funds, by the way, many of them you can't sell on a given day. They allow liquidations each quarter. There's reasons for that that make financial sense for them and for you, for the management of your money. But it's a complicated investment. There are people with millions of dollars. Every investment they have is complicated. And here's the thing. Their returns are not necessarily any better than the average investor in a 401k. Because they're not keeping it simple. Retirement income is simple. If you do it right, what does that mean? Well, how hard is this to do? You use, okay, let's just do this real quickly, starting in the right order. You need to make sure you have an emergency fund. Now, that can be challenging. For most people, that's challenging on its own. We haven't even gotten to the portfolio. What that means is you've got to spend less than you earn for years. 
so that you can have cash on hand for an emergency where you don't have to worry when something happens that requires you to write a check because you know, hey, I've got a year's worth of income set aside or six months or more depending on your personal comfort zone. This is the only area where I like risk tolerance, comfort zone. What amount of cash allows you to sleep at night comfortably? Hmm. I'd have one client where it's a lot of money. He gets irritated when he goes into the bank because the bank brokers are all over him. And I told him, if you wouldn't keep so much money in your checking, nope, 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 I'm uncomfortable if I don't have 300000 in my zero interest checking account. Well, he inherited a lot. And, you know, he's a, success, a successful guy. And he, as a percentage, it's not a large percentage of his portfolio. It's still, in my opinion, well, it makes him happy. All right, so you establish an emergency fund. No, it does not need to be 300000 The second thing you do, well, I wonder how much income I need. You don't want to be in bonds right now. That's called complicating your life. What you want is a product that everybody tells you is complicated, but actually it's pretty simple. It's called an immediate annuity or a deferred income annuity or an equity index annuity with an income rider. Your principal is, well, okay, the immediate annuity, your principal goes bye-bye and you get checks every month, which is why those are hard to get people to buy, even though they pay the highest income level. But with the deferred income uh, annuity and the indexed, with an income rider, hey, your principal's guaranteed against any loss from the market. And once you trigger the income, it's guaranteed for your life. Simple. Hmm. And then the remainder of the money needs to go into the equity market, probably in index funds, which are very simple. They're low cost. Because you need growth because people are living much longer. Hmm. There's a complication that helped us. Medicine. You know, if you're a scientist or you're in the medical field or pick an academic area, then complex can be good. But I also can tell you, many doctors, including my personal doctor, believe that our health starts with our habits. With our habits. How, what do you eat? How often do you eat? Are you, are you maintaining a proper weight? Do you exercise? Are you in cardiovascular good health? Some of that thing, some of that you can't help. Sometimes you get a cold. Sometimes you develop a, an issue. Um, type 2 diabetes comes to mind for me. But, you know, um, you can have a stroke. There's all sorts of things that can happen to you. But some of those things are within your control. If you maintain everything, right? It's supposed to be simple. Oh, I tell you what. Sometimes you dive into a topic and you think you know right where you're going and you realize that when you, when you want to talk about the value of simple things in your life, it can get complicated coming up with the examples. So I'm going to give myself a mental break here. And, um, you know, it's perfect time for another song. This one. I love this artist. I really do. Um, Keb Bo. Enjoy.
cars, three kids, six phones, a whole lot of confusion up here in my home. 500 stations on the TV screen, 500 versions of the same old thing. Y'all know it's crazy, and it's driving me insane. Well, I don't wanna be a Superman. I just wanna go somewhere. Use my hand and keep it simple. You know, I call my doctor on the telephone. The lines were open, but there was nobody home. Press one, press two, press power, press three. Why can't somebody just pick up the phone and talk to me? Y'all know it's clean. You know it's driving me insane. I don't want to be a superman. I just want to go somewhere. Use my hands and keep it simple. Yes, I do. Real simple. Play the beat. Simple. 
a man I just wanna go somewhere Use my hands and keep it simple Feel simple Mo, keep it simple Keep it simple, that's been my motto for years by the way I should apply it to how I use my cell phone. See, it's, it's difficult for all of us to keep things simple. It really is. But simple, whether it's your golf swing, your forehand in tennis, your dinner, or whatever you think of, I think you're going to find as we investigate this further that, wow, if I keep it simple, A, I have less stress, and I'm often going to have better returns, whether it's an investment return or a return in your life, than I will when I make things complicated. I'm less likely to make a mistake when I keep it simple. Does that make sense to you? I hope it does. We're going to continue investigating that entire concept. Now, one of the other things that happens when you when you see something, we we always cover articles on the show. End of the year, I'd hope to do like just Christmas, and of course, I ended up talking a lot about some really bad advice you see in the papers and here on radio and TV at the end of the year on what you need to do. Some of which may be good, but often mm, it's just stuff to get you to do stuff often not in a direction you want to go. Well, okay, here's a good article. Here's a very good article from Money Talks News, which you can find on the web. Around the House, it's a column by Nancy Dunham, Extreme Financial Makeover, 30 Moves in 30 Days. Well, by the way, the slogan of Money Talks News is not the usual blah, 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 and that's true. But sometimes even a well-done article can cause you to become frustrated because it's not as simple as you think. Now, and then you feel bad. Well, everybody else does this. So what they're, what they're saying in this article is 30 things you can do over the first 30 days of the year in January to do an extreme financial makeover. And, you know, time, time, we, you already know it's worth more than your money anyway, but, but time is also limited. So how much of this can you actually get done? So what they say is, hey, we're going to put your financial house in order with 30, and pretty much they're all good suggestions, 30 things you can do in 30 minutes over a 30-day period. You do each one, and you will have an extreme financial makeover. Some of these you can easily do in 30 minutes. You really can without having a whole lot of knowledge. So the first thing obviously you need to do the day before you start this 30-day financial makeover is you schedule the time to do it, okay? And, and be flexible. So maybe you do 10 in the morning day one, the next day you're doing 9.30 or 3 in the afternoon, whatever works, right? And then the first thing they have that you do after you schedule the time is Let's reflect on past missteps. You have 30 minutes. You know, <laughs> I don't know about you, 30 minutes to try to remember all my past missteps? 
Hmm. We're not even getting into the complicated ones. I'll save you a little bit of trouble here um, and save myself a little bit of trouble from thumbing through. It's one of those articles on the web where each one of the 30 things is, well, one page on the web. Um, the third one they have is spell out your financial goals, and they range from evaluate your insurance products that you have on your home, your car, your life, um, long-term care, whatever it is you are insuring, disability income, uh, disability insurance to provide income if you become disabled. Here's the issue. I'm a professional, right? I can't do some of those things in 30 days. I'm not an expert on property and casualty insurance at all. I'm not licensed in the property and casualty area. Uh, that I'm not a layman, but I'm not licensed in that area. So it's going to take me more than 30 minutes to evaluate my auto insurance policy. It's, it is. It's going to take you more probably too, unless you're a property and casualty insurance agent. Um, one of the ones listed is review your estate plan. Well, I'm going to tell you something right away. When it comes to estate planning, the simplest thing to do is hire a trust and estate attorney if you have substantial net worth. And quite frankly, some of them are priced, or even if you don't have a huge amount of money, if you need an estate plan, because keep in mind, it's not all about the money. What if you have a special needs child? Hmm? What if you have a charity you want to make sure it gets all the money? You know, these things are important, but trying to do it yourself, hmm, not a good idea. In my opinion, that also applies to investing, and selecting your insurance. You need to find a team of people, your attorney, your accountant, your insurance agent, your investment advisor, your broker, whatever. You focus your time on figuring out whether you can understand what they're doing and trust them. That's the biggie. First indication you probably shouldn't trust somebody is when they're trying to get you to buy something that doesn't make any sense at all. Make them explain it in simple to simple is good. That's what I'm trying to communicate today, possibly successfully. Perhaps I'm disjointed by the complications from my dual SIM phone. Yes, that does frustrate me, but I use it as an example for you because how often do you get thrown off track by something that wouldn't be a problem if at some point you didn't decide to go with the most complicated thing out there? I have to tell you, those of you that know me are either out there thinking he's finally got it or he's finally getting it. Or what a perfect host of a show that's going to try to talk about, try to address the issue of why do we make our lives more complicated? It's, maybe it is more exciting. I don't know. I mean, I will, I will tell you this. 30 things in 30 days makes me smile a little bit because when I wrote my book, Investophobia, on the simple ways you can overcome your deepest investment fears and live your life without having to worry about your money, which quite frankly, is a good thing. I talked to several major publishers. Now, if you've read the book or if you get the book, you're going to find out there's, there's 18 fears that I've seen in people because every one of them is based on somebody I saw. There's 18 of them, 18 fears. The two major publishers, could you make it three? The three fears. One of them said, well, it doesn't have to be three, but can you keep the number five or lower? The seven actually works as well. Seven is sort of a magic number. You can do up to seven. And I said, guys, gals, these fears, right, that are in the book, I've seen all 18 of them. How do I turn that into a smaller number? I could try to group them, but 
that doesn't work either because if you group things, you have to, there has to be a logical reason for grouping them. Um, you know, when you think of the first three, they're all related to, to some kind of fear of loss, fear of losing the money itself, fear of losing um, income. And this sounds like the same thing, but it's not. Fear of losing your spending power. Here's the difference. There's three different ways to address those things, and those three fears cause three different behaviors. Fear of losing money causes people to not invest. Fear of losing income causes them to run around chasing down every single high-yield investment they can find and often causing themselves to lose money, which might trigger them having fear number one. Fear number three, losing spending power. Let's put everything in the highest risk investments we can find so we can grow it so we won't lose any spending power. Well, okay, all three of those are fear of losing something, but the symptoms and the cure are totally different. Well, there's 15 other ones. They're all different. So I do like the, the fact that Money Talks News has 30 things you can do in 30 days because it means that the media is beginning to believe that you and I are capable of numbers larger than seven. Hmm. Not trying to make it complicated. I actually saw another title, 50 things you're currently doing wrong with your money. A lot of more common sense, which goes to my point. If it's simple, is it better? Not always. But I think when you combine the having less stress, having the ability to understand something, having the ability to know how, how things work. Okay, here's what I expect to have happen. Good. I don't have to think about that anymore. Let's create more time for ourselves by eliminating those things that are complicated, including your investment portfolio. Yes, this is a money show. The focus is on life because they go together. You know, you may have seen this study, um, which I, I find this fascinating. Lab researchers are now researching and have been for a few years what has happened when scientists are researching something and studying it. It turns out, this is, this is interesting, it turns out that atoms, atoms, you know those little things we studied long ago? Um, you know, electrons, protons make up with the nucleus, uh, make up an atom. All right. For those of you who are actual scientists, if there's other forms of atoms that don't have a, a, a nucleus with a, uh, I mean, neutron with uh, protons and electrons flying around them, um, I, I apologize, but, but that's my memory of what an atom is at any rate. Scientists, when studying these things, have discovered that the presence of the scientist observing something actually influences its behavior. Which means that when you've heard somebody say, your attitude and what you're thinking and what you're expecting actually affect what you're going to get, they weren't kidding i got to find a guest to interview on that topic and a guest to interview maybe several on, hey, how do we keep things simple? How do, you know, we've got to figure out a way to do that, in my opinion, and we don't need to make it complicated as we go about that process, do we? It can be a simple process to figure out 
the simple things because I think we know them already. Hmm. We have a theme going today. I bet you can guess the title of this song. Van Morrison, Keep It Simple. You know, there's a lot of artists who've written, whether it's about your love life or your day, your year, 
how things get complicated as we age. There are a lot of artists who seem to think maybe we should keep it simple. All music I play on the show is to illustrate points and to provide you the opportunity to hear some really good music out there that you may not have heard. It's for educational purposes. I'm tying together the messages of the songs with the message that I have for you. This week's emphasis and this year's emphasis is going to be how do we keep things simple? If they're not simple currently, how do we get them simple? Do we need a complicated process to do that? So I want you to do something for you. It's for me if you want to email me at paul at gettingthere.life, G-E-T-T-I-N-G-T-H-E-R-E dot life, gettingthere.life, paul at gettingthere.life. But do this for you. Do this for you. I really, I want, I want you to. I want you to make, this does not need to take very long. As a matter of fact, I want to make sure you keep this simple and short. Make a list of the things that you enjoy, that make you smile, that reduce your stress, and see if they're simple or not. What are the things that you do already that where you keep it simple, where you keep it simple? Then I want you to take a look at those things you find stressful and see if you're currently keeping those things simple. You might take a look at that old investment portfolio and the last piece of information you received from your brokerage firm. Did that raise your stress, lower your stress? Did you understand it? Was it simple or was it complicated and headache-inducing? My advice, both professionally and personally, is if something is headache-inducing or not easy to understand, in general, in general, hmm, Go to a different source. Find somebody who will keep things simple for you. All right. This show was a little disjointed. And let's go back to the cause. Because I spent the first day, first business day of the year, trying to fix a very complicated dual SIM cell phone. Don't make the same mistake. Let's all keep it simple. Looking forward to getting there next week. Until then. Thank you.